What's happening, everybody? I want to welcome you back to another episode of The Stage is Yours. I'm being joined this time by comic book aficionado and host of the deservedly popular Bruss Murder, Andre Thank Matthews. You. What's Thank up, you. man? How Thank are you. you? Thank you. I'm a hot and I'm sweaty, but you know. <laughs> I know, I know. You're in, like, you got, you got it worse than I do. Like, I'm a little further upstate New York, so it's a little cooler, but not much. I know you guys are getting roasted, though, so... Uh, well, all right. So for anybody following along at home that like this conversation was actually recorded once already, we tried this, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, uh, you had some audio drift, you had a little bit of issue going with your stuff, which would have been fine. It would have been totally okay. And then, uh, so, so Mike goes to, uh, to edit like last week and he's like, yo man, uh, I went to look at the audio and uh, half, half of yours is missing. Do you know where it went? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Half of my audio is missing. So I go in and look and yeah, sure enough, because we had had to stop in the center. I had two separate audio files and I forgot to upload one of them. So he only had like half the conversation. Oh, so, so you were all worried about screwing it up and it was like, no, no, man, I got this. I'll fuck it up. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> it takes two, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, if some of this stuff sounds like we're we're like uh, we've already asked each other this question and it sounds like we're kind of going through uh, motions, so it's because we did ask it once already. So I'm trying not to make it sound like, uh, you know, for, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Super repetitive for us. Uh, so uh, just to start out so we can get all like the uh, the important business stuff out of the way there. Tell us about your show, man. Yeah. So bras and murder. We cover true case comes to color. You know, we do a bi-weekly and every like in between a little, little mini sills where we cover smaller cases. Yeah. But it's mainly just spotlighting POC cases, but also infusing commentary and music with it all too. So it's very, you know, contemporary, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, and you throw some music in there to give it a little bit of a palate cleanser, you know. It, well, uh, yeah, a little razzle breaks, dazzle. Yeah, it breaks up the uh the tensity of the uh of the stuff. Um how did you get started? Like, where did you come up with the ideas? Like, obviously, we we know each other from uh, another podcast, and you had set up a podcast group at one point for for just some like friends that we had in the group uh, for people that were all kind of starting podcasts at the same time, actually. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, you know, you obviously went on to do fantastic things with Bros and Murder, and Katie and Whitney went on to do fantastic things with True Crime Campfire. Uh, it's been really awesome for me to watch this like group of like it was only like five or six of us i think at the very beginning to go on and like actually make this shit happen like it's been really nice to see everybody just kind of uh get to their own succeed lane. yeah 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 find their voice and succeed it's been fantastic um so where did you where'd you get the idea so it started from listening to last podcast on the left yeah. Like years ago, I started listening to it. I was like a teenager in high school, and there was an episode on black serial killers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, didn't know about any of these. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was the only episode they did. So I started looking into the cases myself and noticed a big gap in that genre where people just weren't covering POC cases. Yeah. And I was trying to find podcasts about it, really didn't find much. So I was like, right. well, I do it myself. <laughs> yeah, might as well, right? You're gonna yeah. do it better, so do it yourself. Uh, yeah, the one of the things that I enjoy the most about your show is that you don't focus on the stuff that everybody kind of talks about. Like, 
you're not hitting me with the same John Bonet Ramsey. Five, yeah, you're not hitting me with the same five <laughs> to ten cases that I've heard like ad nauseum. Uh, like you're not going to tell me anything more about Jeffrey Dahmer. You're not going to give me anything new about Ted Bundy or John Gacy. Like they're monsters, and I and I get it. I've heard basically all the stories, so yeah, you're not Maybe really adding like anything. Brown, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's nice to see. Uh, it's nice to see cases that don't get spotlighted get spotlighted because that's how shit gets solved, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's how you make sure that shit like this doesn't happen again, too. You know, you educate people, and then they. You know, you hope they do better, I guess. Yeah, you point out and say that's fucking weird. That's wrong. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, "Hey, that is, that weird, is fucking bro. weird." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right, hang on. Let me look at my uh, look, look at my show notes here. Right, we're super professional. Um. You have kind of you you started out just you were like a bare bone show in the very yeah. beginning right like yeah. <laughs> i remember last time you told me like basically you were recording in like a fucking closet almost mm -hmm. pretty much for the post part um tell me a little bit about the uh kind of the growth process of the show because you've added co-hosts since then and obviously like your production values have gone up i mean shit your backdrop right now is like your show well, that's that's fucking cool man. <laughs> my, yeah my, no mine is mine is fucking curtains <laughs> if i took this down you'll see this like a pile of laundry that is good. <laughs> <laughs> this is more than a super curtain. Yeah. but yeah i'm no longer recording in the closet i'm recording in my room right <laughs> but other than that yeah it's i added more co-hosts to really shape the feel and tone of the show mm -hmm. because i like doing it by myself but what I also wanted to do more was just like engage and have real conversations right. around the cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like when you're talking about true crime, you're just talking about it with your friends. Right. So I was like, I right. might as well invite my friends on yeah, my show. Right. Like anybody can Google a case and just read some facts. Like if all you're going to do is sit there with one person and kind of just read facts, like it's interesting, but it kind of it loses that personal yeah. touch i guess yeah like we can do both i can hear yeah. the facts and then me and my friends can talk about how those facts are weird and crazy right 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 <laughs> like you're 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 being informative but also entertaining it's like you know it's what good documentaries are supposed to be about right yeah. um how was it how was it adding people like i've i've had like i started out it was just mike and i doing shows and then he stepped back from it and since then it's kind of been either just me by myself uh, not very often because I am super uncomfortable with that. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, I, I have like on this show, I have different co-hosts every time. Like it's a different person every time. Like, um, was it an easy process adding people in? Was there like growing pains? Did you, did you kind of have to, I'm trying to think of how to word it. Like, did you kind of have to mold people into how you needed them to be for the show without making them like you know what you not themselves want. Yeah. yeah 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 so I mean, so before i settled on my now three-person cast mm -hmm. well including myself i had two other people but you know life things get in the way yeah so they can't make the commitment otherwise and then you know once i finally found like the people and the voices that i feel like should be represented mm -hmm. i yeah there was growing pains you have to like get in sync Everyone's yeah. sense of humor has to like get in sync. You got to be more right. comfortable talking to each other. Yep. And then also for me, I go to school for journalism. Right. So when I write my scripts out, I write it like how I'm writing an article. I research it, script everything out. And uh, with everyone else, that everyone's coming at it from that professional you yeah, know, yeah, style yeah. of writing yeah. research. So I, I've had to like, you know, 
here's how you you know, research like write our he's like right. he's like, like lay out your story yeah just so their voices can come out better yeah and more and, yeah. authentic yeah more efficiently so it's less right. molding and more showing them how to like sound professional on camera yeah. yeah and like that's one of the things like i found nobody talks about that like when it comes to like recording like it, you you think when you sit down and record a show like it's just all right i got a microphone i put my headphones on and you just talk like there's a lot more to it than that like working mm -hmm. with other people is like it's like any other job like you have to, like you said you have to make sure your personalities mesh and like you have to get a feel for how everybody is like what topics you have to cover in a certain way and things you yeah. have to like yeah worth it's not worth commitment to yeah so like it's not easy at all. So like I have like as somebody like I said who 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 only works with usually like one other person like I give you like full fucking applause for, <laughs> for being able to like three is a lot man like that's yeah. a lot of people like I mean you're essentially like you know as the host like you're a manager basically like this is it's your ship you gotta like keep it going in the that's direction scary. that you yeah 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 like do you find when when hosting shows like. I feel like probably now you've everybody's got like a rhythm to like you everybody knows how the other one works but like when you first were 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 kind of bringing people in did you have to like kind of like sheepdog them like did you have to kind of like curtail the conversation like did things get off topic and you were like all right let's slyly bring this back into where <laughs> I want it like so yes and no because I I edit everything myself so I edit by ear. So like I know what I want to hear when it comes to my show. Yeah. And okay. if it sounds like it's off or not making sense, we're going on a tangent. I just take yeah. it out and then I'll like yep. surgically make the episode sound more cohesive. Right. But like if you hear us just like bare bones and normal, yeah. Our episodes are like normal episodes like 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. We're actually okay. recording yeah. for like two hours. Because half the time we're going off on tangents and talking about yeah, yeah, games yeah. and like, oh, look at this YouTube video I right. saw. Oh, look at this fight <laughs> I saw on Facebook. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, man. I, good on you. Like, it's it's fantastic <laughs> to see how far you've come. Like, honestly, like just for me as kind of an outside looking in, it's been like wonderful to see you like not only create this whole show but like really make it work. Like, you've had. Like, obviously, like I said, like when we recorded before, like, I'm not going to tell tales that are yours to tell and like info you don't want out. But you've been like, you've had a lot of opportunities that have come your way because of the show. Like, that's that's amazing. Like, yeah, we, we like, talk a lot of like big wigs. And what, when we get into this space of like podcasting, mm -hmm. you're, you got to make sure to hold on to like your intellectual property, right. which is something that right. I didn't really realize until like I started talking to people in the industry and people yeah. are like hey if someone comes to you about like a pitch for a tv show and they want to get on skype with you yeah. don't just tell them your whole entire pitch and all your ideas right. and plans right. because like because they just they, take it yeah they'll just take it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so i've had like stuff like that happen before too right. where i was like oh my God. someone's yeah and then like i see them go off and try to pitch it to somebody else I'm like, that was my idea you just took for me <laughs> right like you learn a whole new side of the world when you have to deal with this shit, man. Yeah, TV production is sketchy. <laughs> it's fucking dirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh goodness. Let's see here. Uh, what benefits have you found from working with multiple co-hosts? Like, I know obviously it's easy in the sense that like you don't have to bear the full load of the show. Like, you can kind of rip off people, and you don't have to be entertaining all the time but like are there any benefits that came from it that you just really weren't anticipating when you went in yeah so like i invited these 
you know, battle Kelly and Robert on because they're mm-hmm. my friends and they have like different voices that I felt like should be heard. Yeah. Battle, like me, he's also a veteran, but he's also, you know, have Vietnamese. He has, you know, his own issues of upbringing that he brings a certain light and talent yeah. to the show. Yeah. Kelly, being a black woman, also have her, has her own perspective she's bringing to the show. Yep. And then Robert, he's like this little Japanese wealth of knowledge of just like all these different social issues. So, right. like, whenever we're talking about like political things, he just starts spitting facts. And like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I didn't even, I didn't even know about any of that. Jesus right. Christ. Right, but, like you're, so you're, getting, you're getting it from like multiple areas, which is like you know, yeah, so of a great way to do own, things. Yeah, everyone's bringing their own little flavor and intellectual, you know, bits and takes to this right. show that kind of makes it better. It also helps me learn a lot on the way too, which is something yeah. that I've even noticed about myself. Because like outside of this, I tutor uh, African American history at my college. Okay. okay. So, but even when we're talking about different like racial issues, I like uh, we did an episode recently on. Uh, Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month mm-hmm. and Battle and Robert being our, our residential Asians, <laughs> they kind of <laughs> held that whole episode and detailed the whole history of right. the month that what inspired it. I didn't know anything about that. Really? So it was just like a huge learning experience for me. It was right. like in the episode that we're doing. Right. And, Which is awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and, so that's what I really enjoy, really, is just like just learning from my peers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's fantastic. All right, then. Uh, all right. So last question on the business aspect of things. Where do you want to take this in the future? I, I would want to take it as far as a podcast can go. I'm a very like realistical, not realistical, realistic. <laughs> We're making <laughs> it work. Yeah. I was going to say practical after that. Like I, I just combine them together yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm like a real realistic and practical person yeah i know like the internet not forever whatever like you know anything can happen on the internet right you can make you can tank your whole internet career or it yeah. could just be like trends change and no one's listening oh, to yeah, like, true crime anymore <clears throat> so like, i would never really want to make true crime podcasting my full-time job right right but you know it? if no, it God, happens God. it happens yeah 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 <laughs> Do you feel like, like, I've had this conversation with Mike before in the past, like with podcasting when we first dipped into it. Like, do you feel at some point soon the bubble's just going to burst? Because it feels like, like, I always joke with people when I'm saying, like, oh, I'm uh, like, I'm 44 years old and like every 40 year old white guy, I have a podcast. Like, <laughs> it just feels like, like, that's how it kind of is. Like, everybody, like, you could throw a fucking rock and you're guaranteed to hit somebody that probably has a podcast. Like, do you feel like the bubble is going to burst at some point? Like, is this all so- going to come crashing in on us? So I had this like, conversation with my girlfriend the other day. We were watching yeah. a, cause we, we watch a lot of YouTube videos just like when we're just like hanging out. Mm-hmm. Cause like throw on YouTube, you can find any weird shit. Kills time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kills time. Yeah. And uh, there was a YouTuber called Emma, Emma Chamberlain. Like she's now like a mainstream celebrity, but she posted a video talking about how like soon the whole influencer culture is going to change because right. now it's very easy for any old person to go on Instagram or TikTok it is. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. create a following and become yeah. like an influencer. And I feel like that's kind of the way what all social media, I don't feel yeah. like the bubble's going to burst, but I feel like the focus the, will shift. The focus will shift and like the bar is going to like start being raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, like any old person can have a, have a podcast. So right. these like, different companies like Apple, Spotify, blah, blah, 
they're mainly you see what they're doing. They're going out and getting contracts with these bigger yes. podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that a lot lately. That like the, a lot of the podcasts that we've been listening to for a while now are starting to like. Yeah, you know, they're, they're getting these deals and getting these contracts, yeah. so like they can secure like the upper echelon of podcasts. Right. So yeah, right. You can you can go and put what a podcast on Apple Spotify, but right, you're not going to get as much attention because you don't have yeah. a contract yeah. with them. <laughs> right. What a, that's so shit. Like like we started yeah. this because we were like wanted to get in on the like you know on the ground something fun yeah yeah you want yeah you want to do something fun but now it's like capitalism it's now it's everywhere all, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 right <laughs> the grind is always gonna fucking grind um all right all right all right all right so for anybody listening here's our main topic andre and i are going to talk about comic book movies because andre yes. loves comic book movies and i love comic book movies so i didn't think i figured well fuck it who better to talk to then right like and it actually works out kind of well because when we recorded this well you've seen a movie since then that you hadn't seen you knew i was going to bring this up that you hadn't seen when we recorded the first time <laughs> and uh there is a marvel show that just recently finished up its uh, season. did you did you watch the finale yes. for it? okay yes. you did all right all right and I've um, seen Love and Thunder too. So, okay, all right. I haven't seen it yet, but don't feel like you have to not spoil anything because I already looked that shit up. Like, I figure somebody's going to ruin it for me, and I'm not going to see the movie for. A couple it's just months another Ragnarok, <laughs> another classic Thor adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right then. Uh, so you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into the I'm gonna jump into the funny topic first. You hadn't seen Morbius the last time we talked. Uh, uh. And you have seen it now, and now I haven't seen it, but I still feel compelled to say I'm sorry that you had to sit through Morbius. Well, what I can blame it, it on you exactly. We... Really? Because yeah, I watched it after we got off oh, our, no. our last oh, meeting. No. I was like, I gotta watch Morbius now. Fuck. And I I'm looked sorry. it up on F Movies. If you want to pirate any movie, go yeah. to fmovies.com. Yeah. Just... And if you're gonna pirate one, that's the pirate Morbius. Don't give me that <laughs> yes. fucking money. Don't yeah, don't give me. I, I I described it to my best friend. I was like, "Listen, Morbius is like the best video game cutscene movie on YouTube." <laughs> oh God! Like, I... if you're watching it, it feels like there's so much missing. Right. And right. Like, I don't. It, know... it feels like. Does it really feel like half a movie? Basically, like it's just disjointed as shit. Like, it. it, it you look at the runtime, and you're like, okay. I'm halfway into this, but it feels right. like <laughs> I'm already at the end. But yeah. there's more to come. But it's weird because there's so many just hard cuts where they're just missing story beats. Right. But like they're playing it off like, no, you already know this information. It's like, yeah, I don't know how he can see in the dark with Echo Vision. Why is everything wavy? What's right. Happening. Who is the woman? Are they dating? I don't know. <laughs> like key key bits of information that you need, like they're just not there. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Like. So I, my son came to me and he was like, yo, we see all the, con he knows we see like kind of everything. Like I, I saw the second Venom movie and I actually really thought it was a lot of fun. Like it was just dumb it was kind fun. of, yeah. it was, it's comedy. Like it's, brain not, and watch yeah, Venom it's, Venom. it's not meant to be serious in any way. Like, was it an accurate representation of the Venom that I knew from the comics? No, <laughs> but it had Tom Hardy in it. And I don't really care about anything else aside from that. It was funny. Um, but with Morbius, like, so he comes to me and he's like, yo, dad, are we going to go, are we going to go check out Morbius? And I was like, eh, no, probably not. Like, I don't <laughs> think I am. Yeah. And he was like, well, what do you mean? Like, we're not going to go see it. I was like, man, there have been Marvel movies that I've missed over the years, like on purpose. Like I didn't go see like fan four stick that the, the, the remade 
fucking I, fantastic. I still haven't horror seen uh, Thor: Dark World, and I don't care. No, nope. it's oh. <laughs> God. It's like my least. It's it's tied with Iron Man three as my least. I didn't see favorite. that one either. Oh, you're so lucky, dude. Like, I know. When people oh, say man. when people say that certain Marvel movies are bad, I'll take them at their word. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, yeah. Scare myself. <laughs> like there's kind of this like overlying kind of Marvel movie culture where people love to say like, oh no no no, they're all good. They're all these like fantastic adventures. Like no, absolutely Some of them not. Are bad. Like, yeah, Iron Man three not good. Thor Dark World could have been good, but it wasn't. Um, it you can't expect them all to be fucking perfect. Like, yeah. like, 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 for, like for example, with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, I, for one, I saw it twice in theaters. I watched yeah. it like twice when I was home. I enjoyed it, yeah. but I still can look at all the flaws within the movie and yeah, see yeah, how yeah, like yeah. on paper is like, you guys missed a lot. Like, was a yeah. lot of whole, a lot of exposition, too much exposition, yeah. too many plot conveniences, but it's like, I still thought it was a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It absolutely was. And it was cool to see like Sam Raimi come back after like the years from doing the Spider-Man movies and kind of put his signature look on a on an actual Marvel movie with a budget. Like it was actually it was nice to do. But you know what blows my mind about Marvel movies? And it's the like I, the I'm probably no what not always the CGI. Sometimes <laughs> it's sometimes it's a little suspect. Like we're, we're gonna talk about some of that stuff from Miss Marvel at the end there. It was yeah. a little was a little yes. shaky. Um but uh no, it's the it's the run times. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm. Like, I am I'm not unaccustomed to watching a three hour movie or a two hour Give me or whatever a movie. Yeah, like I don't <laughs> understand why we've gone f- that far away from ninety. Like, when a movie, when I see like a hundred minutes on a movie, I'm like, oh my god, I don't have to waste my entire day watching. We're in or we're out. Thing. Yeah, yeah, like, like you know, at like at the end of two and a half hours, I feel like I've forgotten some of the things that happened in the beginning of the movie already, because especially with like, uh, like those last two Avengers movies, especially Endgame, like there was so much going yeah. on in Endgame that like by the end of it, I was just like, wait, who's wait, what? Like there were things that I just completely glossed over. And I feel like with that kind of a runtime and you're shoving this much stuff into like such a long period of time, there are moments that are supposed to be impactful that aren't now because they're just mixed in with all of this other massive amounts of stuff. Like Disney just loves to make like just bloated movies now. Like I feel like they tested the waters with the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff because mm-hmm. those were clocking in at well over two hours. And once they were like, oh, they'll sit through anything for two just and a half hours, yeah. they were just like, fucking do it every time. And now there's an example in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Like, did you see the movie yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So remember the whole attack on Karmataj scene? Yeah. Rwanda shows up. and That happened so fucking fast. Right. But at the same time, it was like, this should be a more, a, a more drawn out Heavier scene yeah. because we're seeing Wanda murder a bunch of innocent right. <laughs> sorcerers. Yeah, for the yeah, first yeah. Time. We've never really seen her kill people before, but we're seeing it now. It shouldn't have been like a blink, and now we're right. in a different multiverse. It's like, no, yeah, she, and- we, I, we, we should have stayed in that horror of her. Yeah obliterating a bunch of people absolutely like and that was kind of one of the complaints that i had with that movie was that it it, like obviously like they're setting up the multiverse so you knew there was going to be like jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping but it was constant like it was like you you, every as soon as you got accustomed to one set of surroundings they would jump again and you would have to like your brain doesn't have time to like i get what you're trying to do like you're trying to set up the the notion that literally anything is possible now like there are infinite multiverses that are that are possible like yeah. you don't have to show me every single one of them like my brain can fathom that there's like a bunch like 
you could have just like you said like you could have you could have fleshed out the whole battle scene with the with the monks and and the and the, the wizards and you could have you could have fleshed all of that out and you made us really fear Wanda. yeah <laughs> yeah like make her feel like really really dangerous like not that she wasn't but like give you that like the actual shit, threat that, yeah. oh like, shit fuck. moment yeah like and like, and it would, like stuff like that would have made the scene she's running after them under the uh under the river in that little tunnel much more tense it would have made that a lot yeah a lot more tense it's like yeah. well, y'all need y'all really need to get the fuck away from yeah. her. Keep, don't stop keep fucking moving like you know and like you still could have kept in the scene with uh like obviously the scene with the 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 extra the extra people that they've added in now to the like dot mr fantastic and yes. All Professor the reshoots. X and all the reshoots. Yeah. Like uh <laughs> six months of reshoots. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 oh yeah, we own mutants now. We can we can use mutants now. Forget inhumans. Sorry, Black Bolt. Sorry, yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, Black Bolt. We'll get to him. Uh but yeah, like there was like I loved that sequence. Like, you know, seeing seeing Patrick Stewart roll in and and having that X-Men music hit. Oh God! Like was it her? Like my chest hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my fucking heart rose up into my throat, and I was like, "There he is." All been waiting for. Right. Like, like, I don't give a shit about anything else. I just want to see the X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, Mister Fantastic was there, and I was still like, Professor X, Professor X. Like, I love the Fantastic Four. So, so for him to be in the movie was like a huge deal, but not as big as as Patrick Stewart rolling in. And if they had not used him. I can argue that I probably wouldn't have been. I still as would have hyped. been excited, but I wouldn't yeah. have been as as hyped for it. Because like, I remember when like the leaks were coming out. The leaks had me like so. That's why I, I don't do Marvel leaks on 4chan anymore. Yeah, they just get me so excited because <laughs> I never with the arm right, they come right. Out. And it's always some shit that like oh so and so is gonna be no they're not. Yeah, it was so one of the leaks. It was like oh here's a pre-vis image of uh, Jean Grey fighting Scarlet Witch because she's at the Illuminati Center too. And, and what happened was what I realized, what everyone realized after it happened, is that yeah. whoever got this leak assumed that Christine Palmer was Jean Grey. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this one fucking asshole have you so hyped to right? see like an actual Scarlet Witch and Jean Grey battle? Because that's all everyone ever talks about. Yeah. And yeah, Marvel yeah. was like, who could be who? The Phoenix or Jean or Scarlet We're about Witch. to find out. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> you're not. No. You're absolutely not. Um, I'm never going to say it. <laughs> yeah, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Um, It was, uh, yeah. So if they had not, like I said, like if they had not used Patrick Stewart, it wouldn't. I don't think it would have nearly mattered quite as much. But you could no. have still done all of that scene, which was an important scene. Like obviously, it was some fan service, and obviously, it was their way of introducing characters that they now own. Oh, yeah. I thought it was really funny because, like, so like obviously, Fox News is a terrible, terrible institution, and this group is referred to as the Illuminati, and all of those characters were owned by fucking Fox at one point. Like it felt like that kind of like uh... Marvel (laughs) thumb in their fucking nose at them. Like we got them now, huh? Um, Like it for me since like I so like I'm a bit older than you. Like I've been watching the Marvel movies in the theaters since they've been kind of available. Like so like. You know, like I cut my teeth on those X Men movies in the very beginning, and like mm-hmm. they're they're good. I I don't hate the uh, X like like the first one's good. I yeah. like the second one. X two is X two was like X2 way was better fun. than I yeah. think that it gets credit for being. Um, X2 Last Stand, Hill. Last Stand, not so much. Like I would prefer. Like I saw that movie in the drive-in, and when we left, I was like 
pissed. Like I remember just being <laughs> pissed, like thinking to myself, like, really? Like I sat through all of that and they killed everybody at the end. Like she kills Professor X. It's fucking Professor X. Like in the weirdest she kills, way. She ever. killed Cyclops because he decided to be in a Superman movie. You assholes. <laughs> what the what the fuck? Like, I remember, so like for me, I'm in that age range where those X-Men movies, I I grew up on. I said that's right. when I was a kid. So to me, in my head, they were always like great. And then I went back yeah. and watched them. I was like, wow, Last Stand was terrible. Bad. Like it doesn't hold up in any capacity. Like there's they added... too many storylines happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. They added so many characters that I was actually like really excited that they were going to have. Like, oh, look, that's Psylocke. Like, oh shit. Like Psylocke is like '90s like X Men royalty for me. I love Psylocke. Like, oh, here's a little nod that this might be Jubilee. Like, oh, oh here's like this uh, I mean, they they brought in Spike at one point. Yes, they did. They did. He was like throwing yeah. the bones. I was like, he's from X Men Illusions. Right. I love Spike. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they it was very. It's a weird movie because it feels like a ridiculous amount of fan service. Like at all times with the amount of characters that they the were director, shoveling. He, he be his last one, right? Oh God, he's the worst. Brett Ratner is the fucking yeah. worst. But yeah, yeah, he, he wanted, he, he wanted like, out. I'm done. So he just threw right? everything against the yeah. wall. He wanted and out. After that, all the extra movies, they all felt like some executive being like, "We need a movie." Yeah, like if we make don't make the movie, movie, we're gonna lose the rights. So you better yeah. make another one. Like, and it's like okay, because after that, the only good ones were Days of Future, uh, Days of Future Past yeah. and Logan. Yeah, Logan's like the first. Uh, first class. Movie. I'll give first class is good. Yeah, too. first class I like. I actually, I think it's because when first class came out, it was uh, like the internet was basically like, nope, this is going to be an absolute pile of shit because look at X three, mm -hmm. and then you know they re had to obviously they had to, they had to recast things because they needed younger characters. Uh, James McAvoy was a perfect professor x i thought like michael fassbender perfect magneto oh my magneto. god oh my god i was like, reading for him <laughs> I was I was like, right i was like what do you think the odds are honestly of them not only casting the young versions of these characters correctly but casting the old ones as well so that you've got this like perfect pairing of like mm -hmm. like james mcavoy to patrick stewart yeah I can see it. absolutely michael fassbender to, to ian mckellen yeah, whatever. Like Ian McKellen seems yeah, like he's smaller, get older. but I don't give a shit. Like yeah, people hunt over, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like X3 gave us Beast because they wanted to like throw Beast in there and like they, you know, they gave him the blue skin and he looked kind of goofy, like because the CGI wasn't so good. Like they I gave us enjoy. Angel. Yeah, like they, the they character really nobody asked them. for. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh here, yeah. oh god, oh Warren's here. Also. Right. And not even like Archangel. Like, I didn't need to know the no. origin story of Angel. What is there, a handful of fucking people in the theater that even are going to know give a who shit that character Angel. was? Just give me Archangel. Like, just do this super badass character. And oh, damn, like, he's already going to be a villain. So just do that. Like, it's. And they tried doing that. Well, they tried doing an X Men Apocalypse, and it still just felt flat because it was like, oh, oh look at that. He burnt one of his wings. And so now I made him yeah. Archangel. Ooh. Okay. That movie was just that movie. I wanted to like it so bad. I wanted to like Apocalypse. When I first saw it, I thought I liked it. Then I watched it again. Same here. And I was like, oh, yep. damn it. It was we got we got X'd again. We did. We absolutely did. Like like Apocalypse is like he's like the Thanos version of like he could have been the Thanos version or the version of Thanos for Fox for those like Sony Fox whatever the conglomerate was for those. They movies. never like, set it up. They never did it. They they always like they 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 cast things really well. And you can tell that the ideas are there, but like, 
they just dropped the ball. Like Days of Future Past could have been an absolute train wreck, but it was wasn't. Like they 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 cast Kitty Pride. Well, they like they added in all these characters that you didn't necessarily. Bishop? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Bishop, exactly. Um, the only the thing only, that makes. Oh, sorry. The only no, go good ahead, part man. of X Men and Apocalypse was that opening scene with Magneto, where yes. uh, he killed all those cops with his yeah. daughter's necklace. That was the only yeah. good part of that whole yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I will give the 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 the, the Fox movies credit for is they don't mind being a little violent. more violent than the Disney stuff. Which, which when it comes to X-Men, you, you kind you of need it. that. You need it. Like, <laughs> I remember seeing, when I saw X2, and uh, and that, that very first scene where Wolverine stabs that dude through the chest, like, I remembered, like, my jaw dropped in the theater. I was like, oh, they actually killed somebody in, in, a, in a Marvel movie. Like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. And then... A scene like, is a meme it kind of correlates to the whole miss marvel reveal so i won't hmm. get into that much but it was like oh uh miss 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 marvel and wolverine and she was like wolverine what are you doing and i never got up why, why are you killing that guy she was like this isn't the avengers we don't just beat people to the down <laughs> <We're> the x-men <laughs> yeah. we we finished the job you know? yeah we will finish we like i remember there was a storyline where uh they found thanos as a baby yeah and deadpool was like Let's just kill the baby. Right. Right. <laughs> everyone else on the experts was like, no, I don't think that's okay. He was like, I'm <laughs> gonna kill that baby. <laughs> you know, that baby's gonna die. Uh all right. So then since you brought up Deadpool, like obviously the first two movies are they're solid, great. Yeah. Like they're solid movies. Um I've heard that there was a third one announced. Do you honestly think that they can do this like the way we anticipate, or is this gonna be kind of like a like a tongue-in-cheek sort of like Somebody suggested one time that like he should come on the screen and he should talk like he normally would. And every time he swears, something should overpower his voice. And then he just gets progressively more and more pissed off about that. Like, why are you censoring everything? I what the fuck kind of like, where do you think we go with Deadpool three? So I, so like Ryan uh, Reynolds said that they're, it's like, it's going to be like an outside of Disney thing. They're using his own production company. I think it's called like maximum effort. Okay. So okay. it's under his production company, so it's going so to be R-rated safe. still. Yeah, right. so, it's so it's safe, safe. from like okay. the mouse. Right, that that <laughs> but, makes me feel so much better. Actually, so what I'm hoping is I'm hoping they just do a the Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe storyline, oh. where so it, where it starts out where uh, I forget exactly who wrote it, but Deadpool is getting kicked out of Marvel, right? And the whole joke was he goes to this like campsite where all the other ex Marvel characters are. Yeah. He walks in and sees them all there. He's like, "Oh fuck no, I'm not. I'm not sitting here." <laughs> and he turns around and goes back to the Marvel universe and just starts right. like going just ham on everybody. He's like, "Oh fuck fantastic. it, I'm in a comic." And he goes around and is killing all the Marvel all the Marvel characters. So I was like, "We should do that." I would but like a that. Deadpool kills the Fox universe, right? Like, yeah, I would watch that. Like that. Uh, there's that game coming. The Suicide Squad kills the Justice League or whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah, that looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, that one's gonna be fun. Give me, give me more King Shark, <laughs> right? So much more King Shark. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I actually watched that yesterday, and uh, I can't decide who I like more as King Shark. Like Sl- Stallone was fantastic in in that movie, but I really like Ron Funches. Oh, in, uh, in his the version Harley of Quinn's yeah, 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 and, so uh, and and there's another version of it. I can't remember which one it is, but there's a. It might be. You know what? It might be in that Suicide Squad game. That's coming. Where uh, Samoa Joe, he's a pro wrestler. He does the voice of the shark. So I'm really King excited shark to hear that one too. Yeah, he's, he's great. <laughs> he's so fun. 
uh like just a like when he showed up in the flash cw show i was actually like really excited like he popped up out of the water and i was just like yes yes it's king shark i want to see like the arc of suicide squad where he uh marries orca orca's (laughs) like a living orca like a a living orca well yeah and then they have a baby together oh my god and everyone's just confused about how a shark and the orca how it even happens yeah (laughs) um all right, so though, since we're already dipped our toes in that water, what do you? How is your feelings on DC? Like we didn't get to talk to, we didn't talk about this one when we recorded yeah, last no. time. We kind of glossed right over it. I mean, DC is in a shit show. It, <laughs> it is right. Like I've always felt like DC does better at TV than they do yes. at film, and they do better at TV animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the CW shows, like you can knock them for what they are. Like they're 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 like kind of teenage drama type shit sometimes for the most part. But like. Arrow was a solid show, at least like not in the end. Like the last couple seasons were a little dicey, but like uh, Flash was a Flash, good Supergirl. People I was Supergirl, but I love Supergirl. Right, love Supergirl Spider-Man. was a lot of fun. I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, Black Lightning was my favorite one. Black yeah, also, Lightning was like the best show that the CW had. When they canceled that show, I was so mad. I was like, they're not going to get the chance to finish it. They're going to have to cut this thing in short. It's going to be fucking stupid. They're not going to finish anything. And like they they did okay, but then they were going to do a spinoff of uh the 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 boyfriend character that that got enhanced i can't remember his name and then they canceled that too so i didn't even get like a follow-up with that like they just kind of fucked me on that with the the dc shows they i thought i felt like they did so well because there can't be a shit right and right now in our climate when it comes like superhero movies and tv shows they try to be more like realistic yeah but it's like it's still a comic book show yeah give me some camp and yeah. that's why I really love Miss Marvel because like they lean into the campy nature. It was just of... meant to be fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh all right. So I think we both know how we feel about DC movies. Then we yes. we covered that topic. Admit, all right. So, so then uh Miss Marvel. Let's let let's let's go for it. Uh what did the you think it, overall? The internet really wanted me to hate that show. It totally did. But I did. <laughs> no, it was I great. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, I there were some like rocky moments yeah. like the clandestine yeah. i felt like as a villainous group they were not flushed out were, enough pointless like yeah absolutely pointless it is like, it's like they were the bare bones of an enemy yeah but i mean you take i mean that, every show's gonna have its flaws right yeah. <laughs> like, yeah yeah absolutely but i think overall i still really enjoyed all of it yeah it was um Never thought I like you know you know what with the TV shows I'm gonna hundred percent say this across the board six episodes is not enough no six episodes is not enough to yeah. not only introduce me to a character like but then a so you're giving me yeah a, a, like then... you're giving me an origin story on not only a character but a like a hero but a villain and then obviously like the family and whoever else like the other surrounding people I are. I love that. The supporting cast of Miss Marvel made that Great. show so much better. Dude, her parents were so awesome. They were like the I want to be those parents part. when I grow up. Right? Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I just want to, like, when they went to, like, they did, like, two episodes in Pakistan. Or was it two or yes. three episodes? Yes. Two, I think. Yeah, it was two. I, the whole time I was like, all right, just take me back to Jersey City. I just want to see what the gang's up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't dislike the, the, the history lesson of of the characters. I did, but I I felt like like it was necessary. I still want to see what's happening back in Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the Jersey characters were just so endearing. 
like everybody was just so goddamn charming that you were just like like you would read comments in on episodes and people would be like ah it's a bunch of nickelodeon bullshit and like it's a 15 year old girl like a 16 year old girl you grumpy yeah, what you, shit what you like, the fuck like like comic books are like, like i'm gonna like i hope this isn't considered a hot take but comic books are meant for like younger kids like younger people like like if you're in your 40s and you're complaining about how characters are being done in comic books now, like you're not the market for those fucking characters. Yeah. Like, like or a, a, 40, a TV a, show, a P13 yeah, TV show, yeah, Disney. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you expecting? Right. Like, I know that I do not fall into the age bracket of people who Miss Marvel was meant for. Like, I was either going to get something out of that show and enjoy it because it was fun, or I was going to be like, well, this doesn't speak to me because I'm old. Like, it, you know, like it, those are your two fucking choices. And like, the logical one to me is to enjoy the show. Yeah, like, I went in honestly thinking, I was like, all right, it's probably going to be like a real kidsy show. I'm not going to enjoy yeah. it. First episode, and I was like, okay. Are you hooked? Well, I was yeah. fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole thing that they did with like, uh, like doing the animation, like, okay, so we're going I here and we're going to do this. It was so great. Like, the, like was that so was the well only done. show that I've seen where like they can put text messages on screen but yes. made it look interesting and, Nat like, and natural uh diegetic where they made yeah. it part of the world instead of just like showing you yes on a screen yeah i love that yeah 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 like yeah and, like tying in like you know like she's walking down the street and there's like the 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 electrified banner the, the sign like, comes up in yeah, the yeah yeah and like, it reads the something puddles. that you know where yeah. they're going yeah 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 um I, I loved it. I had so much fun with it. Like I did have my own theories about the show that I was yeah. like, I was wrong at the end, but I was glad that I was wrong. Right. So I assumed my whole thing. I was like, all right. So she gets this device. Yeah. The mega band. I'm, in my head, I was like, oh, it's the mega bands. I still think of the mega bands. Yeah. But we still have to rules out on that. I was like, all right, that the hard light. That's gonna be like her. Their form of like a Terrigen cocoon. Okay. You know, I was thinking that. All right. The, the, the hard light will break away at some point and we'll see like her real powers. Right. What's wrong? <laughs> yeah. Her, I mean, she did in Biggin, she, but you know, she the hard light's the she state. Did. I'm not upset about the whole hard light thing, but I was very happy when they made her an X-Men instead of yeah, an Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was screamed. like the big reveal at the end. Like, obviously, like, if you haven't seen it yet, tough. We're going to talk about shit. Um, like, you know, Miss Mar or Captain Marvel shows up at the, the, the very, very end. Um, yeah. but to me, the, the bigger overall thing was the fact that her friend shows up and he's like, yo, you got a mutation in your DNA. And did you hear and, the little, uh, the yeah, little... now I missed it originally. I did my, too. Wife, my, my wife, <laughs> my wife caught it. She was like, oh, did you hear the little like X-Men sting? And I looked at her and I was like, fuck you talking about X-Men sting? Like, I didn't hear nothing. And she was like, well, do you want to rewind it so you can hear it again? I was like, no, I was all pissed off. Like I had missed it the first time. It wasn't going to be the same. Uh, so I was on YouTube looking up because I I, just, I watched like Screen Crush and like New Rock yeah. Stars. They're just like comic book mm -hmm. YouTube channels, and it had a clip on there. I was like, oh yeah, you know, X Men Sting, and I was like, no fucking way. I was like, you're lying. So then I looked up on YouTube. I was like, the Miss Marvel ending, and I was like, just like this has to be edited. There's no fucking way. So I right. replayed it. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And like I'm not, I mean, I'm not upset huge. because the Inhumans kind of suck. They're boring. They did. Like, I get <laughs> why they did it. I get, like, okay, we don't own mutants, but obviously we want to be able to use these characters at some point. Like, so I get why they went with the Inhumans, but it just, it didn't work. Like, the show, nobody was into it. And, like, I'm a huge fan of Ants and Mount, so I was excited for the show going in. But even I, by, like, the second or third episode, like, I try to be, like, Check an out. optimist when it comes to, like, TV shows. Like, I don't judge any show by its first episode because that's, like, 
you're, you're, that's the establishing episode. You're introducing me to everybody. Um, so it's going to be a little boring because it's kind of info heavy. Yeah. Uh, but if by the second or third one, you haven't hooked me, like, I'm not sticking around. I'm, I'm, I'm going to might dip out. Like I, I did watch until the end, but I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't feel good about myself <laughs> at it. At the end of it, I didn't feel any better. Uh, so for them to be like, yo, uh, mutants. Hey, everybody. It I was, that was uh, huge. And people were like, I've seen this thing online too. People are like, oh my God, I can't believe Kamal's the first mutant. This is so dumb. I was like, they're not, they didn't say that she's the first mutant. Yeah, they just said it's the first one that they, they, they've acknowledged. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's other. Like was, yeah, like, exactly. I, There's plenty of other ones. And I, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming they're going to do the whole, they've been here the whole time. Yes. And then bring now, them out now, of a different area. Now, do you think that, uh, I, I I watched a like a kind of a recap show for for Miss Marvel on YouTube, and like th one of their theories was that um, they'll basically say something along the lines of like, well, I mean, Professor X, like he's powerful enough via Cerebro that he could dampen and hide ever yeah. mutants or just mutants make ever. or make people free. Like I, in my head, I'm thinking this happened. Like there was some incident where yeah. there's a big, you know. Hullabaloo, right? <laughs> Over right, right. mutants being exposed to like yeah. a greater population, yeah. And then Xavier was just like, "Well, this is super dangerous. We're just going to yeah. erase everyone's mind." Yeah, about like the mutants. like the Men in Blacks, like Flash, basically. Yeah, and then yeah. they went and fucked off. Either two, I have two theories of where they're at. They're yeah. either on the uh, the dark side of the moon because yeah. the X Men love going to the moon. They do, and there's that little pocket area where like you can live at, and I think. Yeah. In the current run, a Cyclops and Jean Grey have a house on the moon too. <laughs> and they live oh, there man. for like the ninetieth uh, time they've broken up and gotten back together. Yeah, and now in their like weird polyamorous family with their time displaced children, and it's it's a weird family unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the future's liberal <laughs> once, but they're either on the moon or they're in Savage Land and like Antarctica. And then okay, yeah. Because we did see uh, one of the directors of Multiverse of Madness say that that little scene where you see them going through like the dinosaur universe, he yeah. said that that was the Savage Lands. Oh, so you know, Marvel's tricky like that. Like they will yeah. show you something that at the time you don't think it's got anything to do with anything, and then and like then, three movies later they're like, "Hey, remember this?" Like you're like, "Fuck." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and uh, with the leaks coming out of uh, Wakanda Forever, they say that one of the post-credit scenes again, take it with a grain of salt. Right. One of the uh, post-credit scenes that like Riri Williams is gonna go find vibranium in Antarctica with a team of really? people, and that's where the Savage Land, like the Savage Lands, is. So they could, if they introduce Storm and Wakanda Forever too, they could right. just be like, oh, all the X Men are all chilling in the Savage Lands. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Like. If you've got the opportunity to like make stuff fit, like why wouldn't you like make yeah. stuff cool and make it fit? Um, the uh, so like we're talking about like fleshing things out, and like you brought up Miss Marvel, obviously we've been discussing that. And uh, like one of the only real gripes I had with the show, aside from that sketchy CGI when the mother goes <laughs> and like turns into that like crystallized thing and then it sheds away and it's like maybe the worst skeleton i've ever seen i'm assuming i'm a, i'm a, i'm saying bunch of constraints <laughs> i'm assuming it just has, it has to be a bunch to of be, constraints right but like they're disney like should you have like how much would that have cost like what, an extra five hundred dollars to make that thing not look I mean, like it came a reason, from sci-fi original there's a reason why they didn't show kamala as like her full and big in right? form you only saw like her feet her hands there mm -hmm. was one shot where uh the car gets like thrown over the crowd Mm -hmm. And she goes to grab it, and that yeah, shot and you can, you can kind of bigger. 
Yeah, but you, you kind of zoom in on her purse and kind of yeah. see like comparatively how tall she is. Yeah. And she's like 10 feet tall. But it's like, yeah. we, we, we could have seen that. You could have right. did like a whole reveal shot of how bike yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah. Like have her like coming around from a building, you know, like she and Or just standing next to somebody yeah. in front of the crowd. Like, right. Like the, uh, like we talked about like needing more episodes to like flesh things out. Like the villains in Miss Marvel were not in any way, shape, or form significant fleshed yeah. out. Like, like damage control. Like they, like this was the first time that they've really been introduced to anything. And, and Other who, than, fucking, uh, who fucking Spider-Man. cared? Yeah. And I was just going to say that because I was watching Homecoming. And I noticed it, it's like a passing line that Michael Keaton says. He's like, oh, you're going to send damage control down here. And unless you knew who that was or what they you were really about, like, you would just yeah. wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, it would just be like, oh, well, he mentioned the Avengers, too. And that's more important. But, like, so this is the first time you've seen damage control. And, and I'm kind of just like, and? Like, what did they I, do? Like, they're, like, they're not even, like, they're less, they're less impressive than, like, shield like they're also less impressive than like i can't remember if it was shield in uh wandavision like that had the base oh, set up like right outside was, the... was that shield or was that sword i think it was sword that might have been sword yeah 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 like shield even, has even they didn't the do anything like you gotta fucking suck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean my theory is that uh i think the doj because because I, when, I, when i see those drones the tony stark drones yeah my first mind i was like oh aim Aimbot. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a big Miss Marvel villain. Like she fought Aim before it too. Right. So I was thinking that all right, maybe the deal uh, damage control they're going to be revealed to be like working with Aim right. or like yeah. controlled by Aim. Yeah. And maybe that's where all the drones and stuff are going to come in through. But like they're they're boring as shit. Yeah. yeah I get yeah. I get what they're supposed to like stand for like that oppression that uh, Muslim communities felt, especially after like nine eleven, where like. Yeah. All their synagogues across America were just yeah. being surveillance just in case. I get it, but it's like you could have, if we had like eight episodes, you probably could have yeah, made that could've, like, more. Yeah, you devoted a little more time to it. Yeah, to exactly. that up, yeah. The one thing I did know that I was mentioning to my wife when we were when we got finished, like I really love that. All right, so in the first, we'll call it like the first chunk of Marvel movies, right? So like up until when they started the new phase, like after post Thanos, like so in the Thanos years, right? Like. It was a lot of, yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Pre-snap. It was a lot of characters that people kind of recognized already. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you weren't familiar with Iron Man, you you recognized. You know what Iron Man, yeah. You knew Captain America, you know Thor, you know, like, Black Widow. Like, these are established characters. It feels like, to me, in this one, they're using a lot of, like, I don't want to say lower, I don't want to say lower tier because that's unfair. Like, they're using characters that, the average comic book fan or even just the average viewer in general doesn't have any knowledge of which and i think that's like really cool because it gives you an opportunity to take characters that have been kind of overlooked or just you know like just not had the platform to really stand up and and you're giving them like much more of a focus like miss marvel moon knight um like even even Hawkeye, like if he was like a lower like you know by the end of those Avengers movies, like you didn't care if Hawkeye. You didn't give shit. Yeah, oh yeah, you didn't give shit about Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, um, like, always joke about like Doctor like, like, Strange who said it, and Wanda was like, "Whoa, there's other Avengers." He was like, "The the guy with the mohawk, he shoots arrows." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. The like guy him. that shoots fucking arrows. Yeah. Um, I have enjoyed <clears throat> that they have used more of uh, diverse characters, like. Not mm-hmm. just your average like 
white guy characters, basically, like, you know, Captain America. Like, here we're getting, not only are you giving me Miss Marvel, but you're kind of giving me a, a window into what it's like to live in that kind of a neighborhood, that kind of a world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, like, that shit is just as interesting as, like, if I'm watching a show, I want to be like, I want to feel like I'm part of it. Like, I want to feel like I'm kind of being like, enveloped in in like that community yeah. yeah 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 and and miss marvel was fantastic for that like i i was like when they like when they went to to pakistan like it was so interesting to me to see like i want ruby to have her own spinoff <laughs> the illumina the Illum the Illum aunties yeah 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 the one chick ruby just always had me dying because she never felt that like every moment she had on camera it was her just being shady to somebody right like she's was like, like you know nobody's you. gonna tell you this but so and so like she's always has the dirt on somebody like the grandma was like oh i saw kamala pull the fire alarm mm -hmm. and she was like you can't even drive it took your driver's license yes, away yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like damn ruby what the like, fuck? oh my god right like it was just so it was just there's so much fun like in moon knight focusing on like egyptian history and Even like mythology fun. it's so i i live for shit like that it makes me so much more I, interested in a show i don't know how it's gonna happen but somehow i need kamala and uh lila to team up yeah she became the first egyptian yeah. <laughs> superhero at the end i mean I would, I would love to see like these kind of smaller characters interact with each other yeah because like i think it was like what kate bishop and yelena belova on Hawkeye, yes, that was yep. that was a fantastic, that was great it chemistry. Was great great I love chemistry. Yeah. I would love to see a spinoff of them two just like fucking around and like going assassin missions. That show was so much better than I anticipated it was going to be going. It was in. like, like die hard. Yeah, like so, like you're giving me a, like all right. So Jeremy Renner is leading this. Like all right, like, I will shake you about we'll it. See how it goes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I'll be damned if it didn't work. Like the the the, the Kate Bishop character was just. Funny really shit. Fun, yeah. Like all of it just really worked. And like, you know, for me, like they brought in Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin, which to me is like he's the, the Kingpin kid. as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Like, you can't do Michael Clark Duncan anymore because he's no longer with us. And he would have been the only other fucking acceptable Kingpin as far as I was concerned. Cause while that Daredevil movie might have been absolute ass, like he was a bright spot cast-wise for that movie. He was like the perfect character. You know what um, no one's talking about, which I find really weird? What's Secret that? Secret Invasion. Because that show's coming. Yeah, it's, that's it's, right. It's in, it's in production right now. Yeah. It should be coming next year, but like no one's... <laughs> there's no chatter about it. Right. I mean, the only like rumor I heard was that uh, Quake from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be making a cameo in this really? show as All an right. human. Okay. And they're going to like kind of like, they do the whole like the Daredevil thing where like a soft reboot will just bring yeah. her in and yeah. not really announce like her past or whatever. Right. Right, but like, like other than is. that, yeah. But other than that, no one's really been talking about it. And it, to me, I'm like excited because Secret <laughs> Invasion was a great storyline. Do you think that's Marvel somehow managing to keep things under wraps for a change? Like, I think so. I think okay. for once they're like keeping everything hush hush right. because, like, I feel like this Secret Invasion is going to kind of set the groundwork for all the space shit that's going to be happening. Yes, yes. Like in, in the Marvels and everything else, like they're going to help set up that. Like they're going to set up the whole backdrop of like, oh yeah, there's this war of like, yeah. The scroll, the Korean, yeah, whoever. like they gave you a little bit of it in the Captain Marvel movie, but not enough to enough, where you yeah. kind of got the idea of what it was. It was just like, hey, you kind of know these characters, and whatever, like have some fun. Like, I don't dislike the Captain Marvel movie, but like, I mean, it, it, it wasn't enough, more. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't enough at all. Um, it's just like, I'm, I'm very excited for where the kind of universe goes from here, like. 
I mean, the space stuff to me was always some of the more interesting. Like, there's always so much you can do when you're like land. I'm more excited so to, to see how it all ends, honestly. Yeah, because there's like, so many ways that Marvel has like the comic books has like ended the universe. Right. I want to see if they're like if they go like the whole Secret Wars route. I want to see like the Beyonders at the end come up. Like after like ten or so years, you know, a couple of years. After, I want to see they see like the Beyonders come in and be like, guess what? Renuking everybody, re yeah, resetting the whole universe, right? Started over, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did you did you dig the the net? Like, obviously, we're talking about like other random kind of shows that don't necessarily fit into the the, the MCU, but like the, the 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 Netflix shows. Like overall, like we discussed last time that we both of us were eh, about Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like the second season was good, but the casting for him never was. Um, yeah, is all the char every character around Iron Fist was more interesting than than Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Yes. <laughs> like, like it was. Uh, I was excited when Disney kind of bought the got the rights back to the shows, not because I was like happy that like oh I thought Netflix did it poorly because I don't. I think the Daredevil show was fantastic, and Luke Cage was my favorite of of them all, and Jessica Jones was really good, and that Punisher was is good. Jessica yeah, Jessica Jones is good. Uh, Punisher is good, much better than I anticipated it being, because mm -hmm. that could have been an absolute shit show. Dumpster yeah. fight. Yeah, total. Um, and then there, you know, Iron Fist was there too, and the Defenders was, and the Defenders was good too. I enjoyed um, the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bang boom at the end. I was like, I did not see this twist coming. Right. I didn't know they were trying to unlock a dragon, but all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. It felt like when they got the stuff, like when Disney took all that stuff back, I had that moment of like, oh God, are they going to re, are they going to bury it? Like, is this going to be like, is this going to be like Blade yeah, we don't and talk Fantastic about Bruno. Four? Where we don't, yeah, exactly. We don't talk about Bruno. Um, is this going to be the kind of thing that they just bury and we never see? Like, it's, you know, it's like, if you want to stream it, it's here, but we're not going to talk about it. Or are they going to, like, I didn't want them to recast anything. I didn't want I mean, them to recast so far, anything. I think they're going to do the whole soft reboot route. Because like, if you go to Disney Plus now, those the Defenders is like in the top record. It's the top, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it's the first thing you see, and uh, apparently they said the leaks are that in She-Hulk, Jessica Jones yeah. is going to be showing up, which yeah. makes sense as like a private investigator. This is like a and law I drama. Honest, I would I love to see her show up. That uh, Charlie Cox is going to be back to play Daredevil again, or mm -hmm. Matt Murdock again in. Um, oh God, I can't remember. Echo. Echo. Echo yeah. yeah. Oh, but they also said that he might he might show up in. She Hulk too, Which but is like fantastic, yeah. So it's, it would be stupid like, for him not to, not to, yeah. Because it's like you're a lawyer, and they right. also they, they dated at one point in comics. Yes, too, they did. Didn't they? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I would love to see the interaction, but also I think uh, Chris, what's her name, who plays Jessica Jones, Kristen Ritter. She posted like a picture on Instagram. It was like a like a headshot photo of her yeah. on set, but yeah. it was clearly her in her Jessica Jones, her Jones stuff costume. Yeah. So it was like, okay, yeah. So she's definitely yeah. gonna come back. Thankfully, because like, like that's exciting to me. Like I'm like, okay, good. They like so they kept they kept Kingpin and they kept Charlie Cox and they kept you know they kept Kristen Ritter and like and now I'm like, tell me that Mike Coulter is coming back at some point as Luke Cage because I don't want anybody else to play that yeah, role at all. Yeah, like it's I, the I'm same with the Punisher. Like... I don't want anybody but John Barenthal to play the Punisher at this point because he's the only person I've ever seen that kind it. of yeah. that got it. Like I like the Thomas Jane one for what it is, but it's not. He wasn't, you know, he was just Our that Punisher. version of the Punisher. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I mean, I think that what's going to happen in like Echo, they're kind of because people keep saying, like, oh, Echo going to be like Daredevil pre season four or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of those ancillary characters pop up throughout the Echo series. Mm -hmm. And then like 
they'll just gaze the audience perception of it right and then bring back whatever show they feel might bring back i think right they're probably going to bring back if anything daredevil and jessica jones yeah if and if that's the only ones they start out with that that that's fine that's yeah. fine i'll take what i can get honestly at this point when it comes to those shows um yeah shit uh it's exciting right like there's so much stuff kind of coming like i was looking uh we had been doing like a marvel not timeline chronological but like release order Movie? chronological yeah. yeah 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 and i, just want, uh, blade. I want blade so bad I was in it was it was it was a scene in Thor movie that like people like everyone's kind of looked over it, but there's one scene where he's talking to this group of kids, and one of the kids is like, I'm not from Asgard, I'm a lichen. He's like a little werewolf kid. Yeah. He's like full werewolf kid. He's like, I'm a lichen now, I'm not even an Asgard. And I was like, they just Marvel just gave us our right. first werewolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, this has to be the one that like, leads to Blade. It has to. Like <laughs> But how do I, here's, all right, so, all right, so you bring Blade back in, which is going to be fantastic, and I hope that Wesley Snipes is involved somewhere along, mm-hmm. I think we discussed last time that I would have been totally fine if he ends up playing, like, a Whistler-type character. Oh, yeah, I, I think would that would be really all. cool. Um, do we get, do we get Midnight Suns down the line with this? Like, I, I mean, obviously, so. Sony's using Morbius, like, they've, they've got I mean, that. so like, we like, casted, what's his name, from Homelander, he's playing Dracula. I saw that. That's so great. Which is yeah, great, fantastic casting. Uh, I think we're going to get a Midnight Suns, if not within the Blade movie, like the mm-hmm. like the foundation of it after yeah. like, as a post credit scene, because I think, and I've been saying this forever, I think that Agatha Harkness mm-hmm. is going to be the person who brings together the Midnight Suns. But like here's the supernatural why. aspects, yeah. Well, no, there's the, the team. Because so okay. here's why. In WandaVision, Agatha wasn't really a villain. She was kind of just like an anti-hero. Yeah. Because when you think about it, she's also corrupted by the Darkhold. Yeah. So a lot of her actions, if you're going to excuse Wanda's actions with the Darkhold... Like, you got to let those go, too. You got to <laughs> let those go, too. Like, Agatha had it for, like, centuries. Right, right. And like, all, and she said... And she like, didn't try to wipe out every universe imaginable. No, all she did was go around to powerful people and take their magic away. Right. Which probably kept the magical side of the MCU in check in a right, way. It makes because her more like, of a hero, really. Yeah. So, like, if anybody <laughs> on the magical side got too big, Agatha will swoop in, take the powers, and then go yeah. fuck off. Yeah. That's what she did to Wanda. Someone enslaved a whole town. Right. Exactly. She showed up and was like, What is this about? Oh, it's that bitch. I need to take her out. Like, right. She's a threat. Yeah. And she failed. But I think in her show, House of Harkness, I think Wanda's spell is going to break because she quote unquote died. Mm hmm. And then Agatha's gonna be like, "Hey, uh, I need to get together some people right. <laughs> to help handle, handle, handle some all business, this yeah. spooky shit." Right. And she's been around for centuries, so she can easily be like, "Oh, I know of this fucking yeah, vampire hunter. Yeah, I know yeah, Blade. Yeah. I yeah. know of the gods. I know how their avatars work. Right. I know Moon Knight. Whatever. Yeah. I know what the Ghost Rider is from the Darkhold. You know. So I, I feel like she's gonna be the one to kind of like." Bring in everything, yeah, and make it all I'm make excited. sense to yours. Like I'm excited for Ghost Rider. Like uh, the, I watched the second one was on today, and I I will not watch. I will watch a Nick Cage movie anytime it's on. Like I will always stop. So I like those in terms of like just campiness. Like they're not good. I know they're not good. Um, well, they're fun though. <laughs> yeah, but they're fun. Exactly. Exactly. They're just like ridiculous, kind of stupid, over the top. Like so. I know we're not going to get Nicolas Cage obviously but do I, hope, think, I hope we get norman reedus I, do you think we're gonna get like do you think we're gonna get johnny blaze or are they gonna go a different route and and use somebody that was a ghost rider but wasn't johnny blaze 
It'll either be like, Johnny or uh, Ray. I'm gonna say it's either gonna be Johnny or Reyes because Reyes was supposed to get his own Hulu show before. And he was on Agents of Shield. He was. He had a whole spinoff like set and ready to film. But yeah. Then after the merger, they canceled it. They canceled. So it was yeah. like, like, but they could easily say, "Hey, that script is already out there. You might as well use right. it." And it's like he was back. the bright spot of those last couple seasons of Agents of Shield for me because mm-hmm. that show dipped off hard. Like I, I liked it in the beginning, and then it just took a shit. Uh, but when they added Reyes, I was like, this is fun. Like, this is okay. Like, I never thought I was going to see Ghost Rider again, necessarily. So for them to add him and, and a TV show, like, just to make him like, oh, yeah, here's Ghost Rider. Like, you weren't expecting that, were you? Like, no, yeah, not at all. <laughs> no, certainly wasn't on my list of things to be uh, watching out for. Um, but it, it worked. I really liked it. And I liked that they didn't go the Johnny Blaze route. I liked that they went with a new, like, an introduction to, like, a new side of the character. Um it was just, it works. So I, there's a part of me that like Norman Reedus would be fine. Like that would be good. Like, I think he would fit the character as well, but there's also a part of me that's like, just bring the guy you had before. Yeah. Bring him always, back. Like, everyone is, if you're doing soft reboots, like we did with yeah. Daredevil, we can, you can soft reboot any of the fan phase. Yeah. And I don't think any fans would be like down on that. Like there's nothing wrong yeah. with this. Like I wouldn't mind a soft reboot. Like you're okay. I forget the other stuff that happened, but I get the same cast. At like, the end of great. the day, it's a movie, and I just want to see some shit. You want to be fun? Yeah, you just <laughs> want to have some fun? Um, shit, I totally lost my train of thought there for a second. All right, so let me go to my notes then. And... All right, so uh, let's see. Who do you think... Going like we've discussed some, but who are you really anger angling for to get their own kind of media property? Like who should get the next show or the Ooh. next like a character already in the in or, or or one just... that you or one that you love that doesn't have it and, and you would love to see introduced? Squirrel or a storyline that you love. Yeah. Oh man, I would have we need like, a squirrel girl yeah. show. We had all those leaked for like stills from when they were filming it the girl the, from the, uh, the, AT, the at&t girl yes and that would have been it would have been so fun she I, was perfect i thought oh yeah no the costume look uh, she's also like a fun she seems like a fun she's person funny. yeah 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 but, you know we definitely need a squirrel girl show i want her to like team up with tom holland and do some new york yeah. shenanigans like, i want to see her we're gonna get a are we gonna get a young avengers at some point like will they give we're us definitely... miles morales yeah we're definitely getting a young avengers that's definitely in a pipeline because they have most of the we have Kid Loki, right. Kate Bishop, yeah, uh, Ant Man's daughter Stature. We have her, Patriot. We have right. like we have most of the young Avengers the already. There. Yeah, so it'd be stu- and we have White Vision too. And White Vision is the one who like led the young right. Avengers. Right. right so right. it's like it'd be stupid of them not to do it. It would. And I I do think that I'm hoping they do the whole Child's Crusade route, where Wicked and Tommy are like, oh, we gotta go find Wanda because right. After House of M Wanda disappeared, turns out she yeah. was with Doctor Doom the whole time, and he married her. <laughs> <laughs> she just tastes of men, but I hope they do that yeah, route where like yeah, Billy and Tommy get their own, the Young Avengers together, or even White Vision to like get the Young Avengers together right. to go find Wanda. Be like, hey, the Scarlet Witch is out there somewhere, and like someone yeah. needs to put a cap on that, <laughs> right? Like, now, do you think like since we're doing like obviously they're doing like the soft reboots, like you said, are we gonna get? Uh... Like Marvel did the dumbest thing that I think they ever did oh was my when, God. They, when they killed Quicksilver in yeah. Age of Ultron. Like killing that character was a mistake. Like yeah. if you were gonna go that, just don't have him. Like just write him out in the beginning of the movie and then don't. I just, do, I just don't, thought don't of a way they could make the whole 
Young Avengers work because we don't have yep. Billy and Tommy yep. in this universe, right? But we do have America Chavez, so let's say like White Vision's like, hey, yeah. Scarlet Witch is out there, you gotta find a bitch. America Chavez already fought her, and it's like, yeah, right. nah, if she's out there, we gotta deal with her, so she can just easily pop open, go get yeah. Billy and Tommy, like, hey, come get like, your mom, right? <laughs> like, it feels like with the multiverse stuff, like anything is possible, a little bit like, easier, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, the whole, yeah, that could easily work, and yeah, no, I would. You can just if I'm not opposed to soft reboots. I'm not. <laughs> right. No, they they work they work fine. Uh if they're done right. And Disney seems to kind of know what they're doing at this point. Like they have enough money that yeah. even if a show flops or a movie flops, and if, like, if, we're, really if we're getting anything. a if we're getting a Wonder Man show, we can at least get a Squirrel Girl show. Seriously. <laughs> like, I'm like like it's my, like one of my favorite things that I like I ever heard was that uh, like DC didn't want to make the Wonder Woman movie like they were super hesitant about the Wonder Woman movie for like the longest and look time. Look at it. And Marvel was like, "Hey, how about a talking raccoon, huh? Anybody want a talking <laughs> raccoon?" Like, but like that Marvel is willing so to take like, chances. Like, and like they'll insert shit that's just like it makes it makes you like normal now. Like a multiverse of yeah. madness. There's a Minotaur walking around that no one addressed. Yeah. Or, or like the Howard through. the Duck scene in in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the first it Guardians like, of the Galaxy. Okay. Like for me, that was like, oh, Howard the Duck. Like, like that movie is like kind of universally reviled, and it's like one of my favorite movies from when I was a kid. It's not Duck good; dick. it's just fun. Yeah, it's just <laughs> funny, right? Like Howard the Duck, Jesus Christ! Like, so when he showed up, I was, I, I was like, oh my god, they actually put Howard the Duck in, in a, a movie. fucking Marvel movie. Like, this is fantastic, and people were like, who cares? I'm like, who cares? Like, do you even understand how ridiculous? He was, he was in a final battle is? too. Yeah, exactly. Like just fucking water with a fucking gun. <laughs> yeah, like it's so great, and and that was fucking fantastic too. Because like they were like, here's a stupid character that you thought was like a one off, and you'd never see again. And look, he's back. He's gonna handle some business too. And then like, and then he came back in uh, the What If series and Mary Darcy. Right. Oh my God, that's right. Never yeah, forget about that. Yeah, that happened right. in the episode in the background. Her, They've got, got married in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. They've got Marvel has so much stuff now that it's really hard sometimes to kind of keep track of like who they've introduced and where they've put them. Like, but especially with the shows, like with the yeah. shows and the movies all tying together now. Like when Agents of Shield came out, like they never connected those things. Like they would they mention did not the want Hulk. to at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they would bring up that the Hulk exists, but you were never going to see him. Like um, the most you heard was like Jessica Jones being like, "Oh yeah, the battle in New York that was crazy." Anyway, yeah, 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 like a, like a <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. Um, so now, like, they're like kind of like introducing all this stuff, and I'm just like, "This is fantastic!" Like, please tie all these things together. Like, I love that they're being like cohesive what, between the stories and the movies and the shows. That's what people the want. They want the cohesiveness. That's why yeah. people come to Marvel really because it's like, oh, they expect it franchise. now at this point. Yeah, and then when we don't get it. You get kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when they, uh, like, if it's a one-off season. Like, I've been, like, when they said uh, Miss Marvel will return in the Marvels, I was, like, excited. But at the same time, well, I was like, that's great. But am I going to get Marvel? another season yeah. of Miss Marvel? Because there are other characters that I I've come to love of. in this show that I want to see. Yeah, exactly. I want to see I want to see Bruno on Caltech. I want to yes. see Nakia be the board member. <laughs> I want to see all Yes. Exactly. I want to see exactly. Zoe come out as a lesbian. Because that was a whole yeah, scene. I it was that was like a hint of that scene in the right. season finale where she made some comment about like coming out and then her and Nakia like made like a, like a long kind of together. Looking, yeah. yeah. Cause in the comic books, they get together. So I was like, right. if I don't get a season two and see that like relationship, sucks, awesome, yeah. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> and they, they're kind of notorious for doing that. Like they, they you know, there's yes. no talk of doing a moon Knight season two. I'm like, well then what the fuck was the point? What was the point? Yeah. Like, 
you're gonna give me this like you're gonna establish this character that was interesting especially and when and when it comes to like whole, the whole connectivity thing too that's one one grab on moon knight and yeah. not Mama moon knight it's with like the rest of marvel productions yeah. so they wanted to the writers of moon knight wanted to have more episodes obviously because all, all the shows want to have more episodes but they get cut off yeah. but they also said in this scene where uh Moon uh hero comes back to the temple and like, Oh, I'm gonna kill all the gods. Yeah. And there's only like two or three avatars in there. Right. That scene was longer. And what's supposed to happen really? was the other two, they're gonna be like, oh hey, where are the other gods at? Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be like, they're gone. Someone's right. going around killing them. And that was gonna be it. And that was gonna be our hint that Gore the God Butcher is already out I there. I was gonna say, is that Gore the God Butcher? Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, Kevin was like, no. That out, <laughs> I don't have that. But I'm kind of like, why would you take that out? Like, I, you, obviously, yeah. I haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder yet, but like, I'm aware of what I'm aware of Gore. Like, obviously, like I'm aware of the character, but like, why wouldn't you tie that in with something like that? Like, it no, it just made sense. Because we already know sense. that the movie's coming. We like, we know yeah. the movie's coming. We already yeah. have trailer for it, so you might as well like have that looming threat. Yeah, bleed into like insulated and it, things. And like you said with Wanda, it just makes the villains that much more kind of. Menacing. Yeah, exactly. Like scary. Like, like, like oh shit, you out here actually working off camera. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I feel like that's maybe some of what Marvel doesn't necessarily always do right is that sometimes their villains are I'm bad now. It's like Yeah, like it's just like, well, okay, <laughs> uh something bad happened. Guess I'm gonna be a villain and da, 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 da. like Marvel is a little bit more Disney and cheery, obviously, because they are Disney, but like they're a little bit more bright and ha ha ha. And uh like I feel like some of our villains don't necessarily that was my one complaint about from that or love and thunder i was like if you're giving me like, they should have made gore a lot darker yeah than what he was and like uh who was it tiger watiti said that, like the original cut was like four hours and it was a oh, lot God. like darker than what we got because right. there's a scene like there's, just, there's a lot of cut out of it you can tell but with, with gore but you miss a lot of the torturing scenes a lot of like mutilation scenes yeah. cut out yeah uh in the beginning he had like these tattoos over his body at the end of the movie, he has scars all over his body. Okay, you know, they don't explain why what happened. But Taiko Tidi was like, "There's a whole scene where Gore is taking a sword and he's cutting off all his like, uh, old tattoos about his god." Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Take that out. That's too dark." I, hate that, <laughs> I was like, I hate "That's that. great. <laughs> you need that. You absolutely need that." Like the the the. I want to be afraid of the villain. Yeah. Like I, I hear some heroes need just abs. Villains need to be a little more brutal. And I understand Disney isn't looking to make R-rated movies, but you can still push the bar just with a PG thirteen. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I think Hollywood has established that as long as you don't say fuck more than three or four times, you can put as much violence know. as you want in a movie. Like, we'll go see it. It don't mind. We don't mind. Like, give me like I think like the closest we got to like a brutal villain in so far was like. I mean, not even Hella. Hella wasn't like super brutal. Like she was a bit more like you know, kind of. It wasn't like a tr- regal and yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanos is about as close as we got. Like, he even killed a whole her, bunch like, of people, and all he did people. was that. Yeah, even yes. with her like impaling people, you didn't even see any like blood or anything. There's no blood. Yeah, exactly. I remember there was a scene in Black Panther where Killmonger uh, cut the throat of one yes. of the Dormilaje, yeah. and there was not no Nothing. blood. Nary a scratch on her neck. She just fell right. to the ground. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Like Killmonger felt like they were flirting with the idea of being a little bit more brutal with their, but they with never their villains, it, but they yeah. never they never fully committed to it. And like and to me that was like a big mistake because Killmonger was a fantastic villain. 
He's so great. I mean, that was just a great – that role was made for Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. The movie overall is probably in, like, my top three to five Marvel movies. And, like, my only it's just with so that well movie, done. Yeah, my only issue with that movie was my issue with most of Marvel things. Like, mm. their CGI just falls apart sometimes. Like, like they rely too heavily on it. Like, that scene yes. with, with him fighting Killmonger in the tunnel of Wakanda. Yeah. Yep. I was like, it looked like Gumby. Like, I was it like, does. all right. It looks like Saturday morning cartoons, kind like, of. Like, how did you go from that amazing waterfall fight scene to this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of the gripe I heard with Multiverse of Madness, too. There was a lot of people that were really upset about the fact that, like, everything, instead of being, like, an actual, like, using locations, it was, like, or a set. It was it was just feel, CGI. Like, and it feels, you, you, can, you can feel, like, you it can feels tell. like they're on a, st- a soundstage. You can tell yes. they're on a soundstage with yeah. green screen behind them. They're like, yeah. hey, don't step too far backwards or you're going to yeah. knock everything over. <laughs> Yeah, like you can tell that like if you're out on the street in front of a building, like you can move in a certain way because you have an established boundaries. Like yeah, like but when it's all CGI, like everybody looks very stiff and they like, here's your mark. Very, walk yes. there. Yeah. Like, yeah, go to that square go to that X and then turn to the left and like everything is very kind of regimented and it does to a certain extent look like a little a more phony and hokey then. In a Thor movie, there's a scene. If you're gonna watch it, you're gonna like notice it too. There's a very specific scene yeah. where Thor's standing on like a patch of grass in front of a garden, uh-huh. and if you look behind him, you can see exactly where like the practical grass stops and the green screen grass. Oh starts. no! <laughs> and you see like the hard line in the back behind him, and it's like right. Ooh. Now in the like those early Marvel movies, like I didn't notice that as much. Like it felt like the CGI was a bit more like kind of like upper tier in terms of how. Like, do you think they're getting? Are they getting lazy a little bit? So I've been on Reddit looking at this from like it's a whole subreddit called uh, VFX or something like that. But people who work in that community, and a lot of the issues are that Marvel they put out so much content, Mm -hmm. but then also they'll like actually change shit at the last minute. Okay. So like they might say like all right with the She-Hulk show, uh, the first concept of her uh, like a lot more muscular. They said, right? They said as production went on, they'll say all right, make her smaller, make her smaller, make her smaller. Yeah. So for the VX team, that's a rush it's, order now. It's a constant. Now, it's a constant change. Yeah. Yeah. So like now they have to go back in to every single shot and, and readjust it. her size. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the finished product, it seems kind of rushed and shitty because like right. the VFX team they had. Yeah, were rushed at the, like the very last right, minute. right, right, and they're also they non-union it. too. So it's like right. the companies can get away with like working them extra hard. Oh yeah, 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 paying them their dues, which sucks. Right before closing time for the day, they're like, "Hey, we need you to go back in and re-edit and the do fifty hours show. more work." Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I remember there's exactly. one article that came out that said uh, one dude who claimed to be on a VFX team who did Endgame because uh-huh. Marvel used the new you use different studios each time. They never use like the same VFX studio, right? But uh. They were like we were editing editing Endgame up until the day before we released. That's fucking crazy. That's so wild to me. Like, yeah. do you? I mean, that's like a stress level that I don't ever want to know in my life. No. Like, I can't even imagine what it's like to have a multi-million-dollar movie. Do in, in like twenty-four like, hours. <laughs> it's coming out at twelve. You better rush, man. Like, <laughs> you know. Oh goodness. So I'm yeah, like, I, I hope I unionize because, like, fuck right? That. Seriously. Don't be working those people to the bone. They work. Disney hard. can pay the most. The most can right? pay. Right? Exactly. Pay up, you cheap fuck. Uh, I uh, goodness, we covered shit. We covered a lot, man. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, so, uh, the movie idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, give it to me. 
Oh uh, yeah. So uh, now I want to change it from last time. Okay. Because I do want to give the uh, the Inhumans a bone. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like the best way. I don't, I don't. They don't deserve their own movie. Right. But what I'm hoping is within the next like Captain Marvel movie, next space movie, mm-hmm. they introduce the concept of like the Universal Inhumans. Okay. And give them that subplot, whereas uh, like the Kree uh, made the Inhumans. Yeah. to infiltrate all these different worlds and then take over. Uh, I feel like that would be a more interesting and human story. It would. And you can you can play out the whole like, oh, okay, we sent these group of people to come to Earth, pretend to be Earthlings, and to mm-hmm. take over, and then like they fell in love with Earth, or maybe you know something. Whereas they're like they didn't want to go through with the plans, yeah. but now yeah. they're fighting their creators, something like which that. works because they kind of did that on the show. There was like uh, oh, really? uh, Karnak. Yeah, so Karnak gets sent to, like he ends up on Earth, and he ends up like meeting. A, I don't think he falls in love with a human, but he meets a, a human, and he kind of gets this new vision of like you know like what Earth actually is. Like he's these people are you know just normal like everybody else and going through day to day, and he kind of gets this whole new. So it's interesting that you say that because I feel like they could totally do that, yeah. and and still almost even keep it similar to what they gave us with the show, but. Since on a bigger scale, a better, yeah, 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 and I, and I feel like they easily tied it into like Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel, easily. And oh, like totally, that. yeah, it's tied to the secret invasions, too, like, right, yeah, like I, like I said, like, you know, when Black Bolt showed up in 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 multiverse, I was I was excited because I, I like him, the actor that plays him, like, I don't know a ton about the character, but like, I'm aware of Black Bolt, like, he's kind of like. He's definitely like a lower tier fucking character that not a I lot just of love seeing mention. uh I love seeing Black Bolt get beat up in the comics. Right. It's always fun to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My favorite Black Bolt scene is where uh he goes to I forget what he was doing, but Emma Frost and Dazzler got sent out to go kick his ass. Yep. And you know you know Dazzler is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Love Dazzler. So what they do was they see Black Bolt, Emma Frost says, Hey, hey uh scream for me. Oh no. And he looks at her like and she turns in a diamond and then punches him in the throat. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Causing him to scream. But when he screams, Dazzler stands in front of him and absorbs all of his, like, the energy. And yeah. just blasts him through a fucking building. Oh, my and God. Like, and then they're like, oh, yep, we got Black Bolt. <laughs> That's taken care of. Like, yeah, like, in, like, like in Multiverse where she took his fucking mouth away and his head exploded. I was just Black like, Bolt stays getting his ass beat. <laughs> right. Like. And you know what? If they if they kind of make that like an in joke, like I would be fine with it as long as you're not like insulting the character, so to speak, and not making them like a joke. Like I I would totally have no problem with the character like getting kind of just every now and again his ass beat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it keeps him humble, I guess. Right. No, I would totally watch the shit out of that man. That's a fantastic idea. Um. All right. Shit. So, uh, goodness. This was a bit of a long one, a little longer than definitely longer yeah. than last time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I'm not complaining at all. Um, definitely longer than I usually put out for people. So, uh, you know, <laughs> good on that. I feel like I'm maturing as a podcaster or something. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so give us your give us your plugs, man. Tell us what you uh, tell us what you got going on. Give us your socials and all of that. Yeah, so. Bros and Murder, we're everywhere. Bros and Murder, check us out. Subscribe. Uh, we post extra content and mini shows on our Instagram, so check that out. We're also going to be in True Crime Festival August, yep. Dallas, in the August. So if you're in Dallas, no shit, you go party. to Dallas, man. That's mm-hmm. awesome. 
Congratulations. Yeah. So if you want to come to Dallas <laughs> yeah. in the area, you want to come hang out, hang right. out, you know. Uh, but yeah, just new our season just wrapped. Our new season is going to be coming out at the end of August. We'll be awesome. filming live at <laughs> True Crime Festival. Oh, that's great. That's so yeah. great. We're going to be talking about Colts. So get ready for that. Awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, you nervous? I was, and then I'm not because and I'm like, not. I've done worse. Right. <laughs> I mean, and it's almost August now. So you like, what's the, you might as well just kind of accept that it's happening. Yeah. So. And I'm going on a vacation and beginning of August too. So right. it's like a busy month. Yeah. To Kana. Should be fun. That's now. fantastic, man. This, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm really happy for you. Um, all right. So give me a second. I got to plug my, I got to plug my stuff now. Uh, if you want to go listen to what we've got here, listen to this episode with Andre when it comes out uh, and any other episodes that I've got, you want to look up the How We Saw It Podcast Network Presents. It's a mouthful, I know. Uh, <laughs> we're available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you're looking for something to listen to, I do a radio show on Spotify. It's about 20 minutes long. I play five or six songs and I talk a little bit in between with my uh, low evening radio voice that sounds absolutely nothing like this. And it's much the more quiet story. The quiet story. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so if you want to do that, that one's only on Spotify though, but uh, please, I have an estimated audience of six people. And I know one <laughs> of those people is me um, from listening to my own shit. Uh, so uh, please join the other five, I guess, you know, uh, come hang out, check it out. Yeah. Um, they're they're better than the clandestine. Right. Right, exactly. I have to be. I have to. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's my stuff. I plugged my stuff. So there we go. Uh, Andre, did you have a good time? You want to come back sometime? Talk more Marvel. Movies I'll come back anytime. <laughs> Any movie you want to talk about? That's awesome. All right, it's it's on then. Uh, until next time, everyone. I want to say thank you for listening to us. Please go check out Andre's show. Make a special trip to Dallas. Go see him at that convention. <laughs> Uh, make his line like a mile fucking long. Wrap it around. Leave your guns at twice. home. Yes, leave please your leave guns your guns at home. at home. But don't leave your money because Andre <laughs> don't do nothing for free. Um, <laughs> oh man, uh, got a cat to feed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got mouths to feed. Nine lives and a mouth to feed. Uh, until next time, everybody. Andre, please say goodnight to everybody. Kisses from the homies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Later, y'all. <laughs>